The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble, Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience at First Alliance Credit Union, and Shyla Bowling, Member Experience Advisor. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Glad to be here. Yeah, glad to have you. Last time we got together, Jenna, we talked about the 50-30 budget, 50-30-20 budget. Yes. I've almost forgot about the most important, the savings <laughs> part, the 20% yeah. part. I would have been in big trouble. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, so this week we're revisiting a topic that we've covered before, but uh, it's just such a good topic to talk about. And there are so many people who can benefit from having a better understanding of this um, that I think it's really worth covering again. And that is talking about debt consolidation. Um, Very good. So just to kind of recap for those who maybe have never even heard of this before, uh, debt consolidation is essentially refinancing your debts with a new loan. So taking a bunch of different debts that you have outstanding, things like credit cards, utility bills, medical bills, um, and paying all of those off at once with funds that you receive from something called a personal loan or a signature loan. Typically, there are other ways to do it, but that's a very, the most common way. Um, and then in, so then in, really, instead of making multiple payments to all these different billers every month, you just have to make the one payment each month. So you're taking everything you have and putting it in one place, make it consolidating. Consolidation. <laughs> all right. Great topic. So, Shala, I guess I'm going to ask you this. What are the benefits of debt consolidation loans? What kind of benefits would I experience if I went that route? Sure. I myself have done a few of them, um, so I definitely know the benefits of them. Um, it definitely is going to lower your payment. Instead of paying multiple different people for Lord knows what amount, um, you're able to have one payment at a lower high interest rate, obviously, depending on what your credit score is, um, but you're only making one payment instead of having to deal with trying to pay four, five, six, seven, ten different people. Um, we also give you the fixed time frame to pay that off. Um, so a certain amount of years, a um, certain amount of months, whatever that may be, um, it simplifies your budget. Uh, it's going to be less stressful to figure out how you're going to pay 10 different people than it is just to pay one person. Um, it's going to save you money on interest. Chances are those 7 to 10 different accounts that you have are going to have high interest but each of them are going to have that interest instead of just one if you were to consolidate and then you just have one with whatever interest you have on it. Um, because you have fewer payments to keep track of, there's a less chance of you missing a payment or paying late, which is, again, as you may or may not know, 35% of your credit score is your payment history. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and also I think, in, I think you kind of just touched on this really briefly Shyla, but if a lot of times too, because you are getting like a lower interest rate on a lot of the types of debt when you do a debt consolidation loan, because people tend to consolidate like their credit card debt. 
Um, and typically what you're going to see is because you have those lower interest rates that you're paying on, you also pay less out every month. So not only are you having less payments altogether, but when you add them all up, the amount that you are paying is also usually less. So you kind of start to see that that savings in that way as well. And I can really see the point of you have seven, eight, whatever it is, creditors out there, and you have to remember all of them every single month. Mm-hmm. If something gets a little bit haywire one month and you miss one or two of them, then you can really start down a road you don't want to go down. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. So we're looking at the lower monthly payment, overall lower interest, mm-hmm. faster payoffs of the whole thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So those are really kind of those three key areas when it comes to debt consolidation. And you should kind of experience at least one or if not all of those benefits when you do a debt consolidation loan. And if you go and take a look at where your your finances are sitting and none of those are true for you, then debt consolidation might not be the best um, management okay. solution for that. And that does happen from time to time. Again, all like I say every episode, this is all contingent on your specific situation. And so we talk in generalities yep. on this show <laughs> for that reason. Yeah, so, yeah. But it still sounds like a great solution for mm-hmm. many circumstances. Yes. So what can these debt consolidation loans be used for? Well, as Jenna kind of said in the beginning, um, it's, you know, refinancing a lot of the debt that you may have. Um, So that could be credit cards, payday loans. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of times we're seeing those payday loans or those afterpay loans, um, you know, to help people get by nowadays. Um, Medical bills, legal debt, taxes. um, Those are the most common ones. Um, We also look at collateralized loans as well as mortgages. Um, again, case-by-case basis on those. Um, So basically, you work with your lender to determine which of your debts makes sense to pay off. Um, We kind of use that, use the funds that you have and bring them all together into one giant number. Um, And again, we work with you as far as the payments. Um, Once we've identified the debts, then we disperse the funds to those creditors for you. So of course, it's one less thing you have to worry about. We do all that for you. Um, we send it directly to them. So then hopefully they don't, you know, unfortunately we all know cult callers and they call you and are asking for money and all that. And it's one less thing to avoid getting that phone call. Um, you're obviously going to start making payments on the new debt, um, which again, we work with you as far as the payment dates and whatever that may be. Um, we see a lot of people who will split their payments uh, into two payments every month to work kind of with their paychecks. Sure. Um, so we're pretty flexible as far as that goes. Um, it can be a lifesaver for a lot of people, but it's not a magical cure-all. And I think that's a very good point to put out there is that just because we do a debt consolidation, um, we got to work together to be able to make sure we stay on the right track um, and make sure we just don't go down a road again where we're opening credit cards or opening other loans. Um, you can end up paying more interest in the long run. Um, obviously loans with longer terms tend to have more interest in that long run. And ultimately you owe the money. It's still exactly. the same amount. Just... <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just all together now. <laughs> so I bet the big danger zone is if you issue the consolidated loan and then somebody 
starts taking on additional debt on top of the consolidated loan. Right. Gets themselves all, you know, back into, you know, a risky territory again. Exactly. That's why it's all about you still have to have that payoff plan and really stick to it. Yeah. Um, so a debt consolidation loan is is one tool that you could use to help you stay on track more easily and, you know, hopefully save you money due to the less interest that you're paying. Um, but also, you know, you think about that you're a lot of times if you're refinancing credit card debt, you're you're ending that cyclical nature of the credit card debt and putting it into a term loan. So you kind of have that more structure and you're not necessarily, um, you know, tempted to keep swiping that card while you're trying to pay off this debt because you've now removed that card from the situation. So it, there, it, that's kind of how it helps you get your debt back under control because it puts some parameters around what you can can and can't do moving forward with your debt. But you can still very easily, if you're not careful, dig yourself into a hole if you do start using those credit cards again and have that debt consolidation loan. So there are some definite things you still have to have a little bit of self-control around when it yeah. comes to, yeah. I mean, with any debt payoff plan, there's well, sure. a change of habit. When some someone comes in seeking a debt consolidation loan, for the reasons we've been talking about, they've got a whole bunch of different creditors out there and there might be high interest. Do you talk to them at that time about budgeting? And I don't know the word counseling that comes into play because maybe that's not the right word, but give them advice on how to manage this better? Yeah, we do. Um, lending advisors, as we're called here, um, we we like to sit down. I mean, I prefer to sit down with somebody in person, kind of, you know, what do you bring in each month? What are you putting back out? Whether it be groceries, pet supplies, pet food, um, gas, outrageous nowadays, we all know. Yes. <laughs> um, but any of those, I mean, anything as little as like the $5 sandwich at Quick Trip, that's going to add up if you keep doing it. So having that structure, like Jenna said, having that structure and that budget and that that kind of long-term, I don't want to say agreement, but I guess that long-term understanding between each other that, you know, this is, you realize you are where you are right now with your debt. You're realizing that it's time to kind of get it back in a manageable position. And you want to make sure that you're both on the same page and have that budget. Um, I mean, going along with the 50, 30, 20, you want to make sure you're able to still save for things. God forbid an emergency happen and you need those extra mm -hmm. funds and you don't have to tap in to another credit card or go reach out to somebody else for another loan. Right. Sounds like a fantastic tool if applied correctly. Correctly. <laughs> yes, it is. Really All right, is. we're talking about debt consolidation loans today on Good Money Moves, and we will return after this quick break on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking about debt consolidation loans today. Jenna's here, of course. 
And Shiloh Bowling is joining us as well from First Alliance Credit Union. So we've already talked about what a great tool a debt consolidation loan can be. How does it affect my credit score if I actually make this move and get a debt consolidation loan? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, a lot of people are getting more and more conscious about their credit score nowadays, um, especially the younger generation, if you will. Um, so it does, depending on what your current debts are, um, it can either raise or lower your credit score. Uh, for example, if you have a loan, a debt consolidation loan, it can raise your score because it's going to free up the availability of your revolving debt, which is your credit cards. Um, on the other side of that, a debt consolidation can also have the opposite effect by lowering your score because if you do pay off and close all of those lines, your availability is still going to stay low because closing off your credit lines. Um, so basically what our lending advisors here do is we help understand how different options can affect your finances. Um, at the end of the day, you're going to have to be able to afford the payment. Um, like I mentioned before, um, if you have that large payment, uh, do one time a month. A lot of people will split it up into two, you know, according on their biweekly paychecks, whatever that may be. Um, but you also don't want to pay extra on interest when you're paying down any debts, whether it be our consolidation or any anything else that you're doing. Um, it is important to understand that the end cost of a loan is not just the amount that you have borrowed, but you're also going to be paying the interest or the end amount of the total amount financed and that was applied to it. Um, so extending your loan usually lowers your monthly payment, but you end up paying more interest than you would with a short-term loan. But if you're coming off those high interest credit cards and getting the lower interest rates, even the longer term, you still might benefit that way. Yep, exactly, okay. exactly. I cannot remember who explained it to me so well with the credit score business. I don't think it was you, Jenna, but it might have been. <laughs> I've been on the episode. So the the <laughs> analogy of, of a pipe and, you know, that flows water through it. Mm -hmm. And the more credit you have out there, or credit availability you have out there, the bigger the pipe. But mm -hmm. if I'm using up all that pipe, my credit score is low. So you want the big pipe with very little water running through it. Does that make sense? That's a good analogy. That's a very good analogy. And I don't think it was me. Who said <laughs> it was. So we might have to steal that one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, so that is the key to it, right? It is. Because you, you don't want to overutilize your credit because then it, then it, you're kind of maxing out your, your capacity. And that's never a good place to be in. But you also don't want to underutilize it either and have it just sitting there idly. You want it to work, essentially work for you month to month. And those are the kind of things that you can help a person work through as they're trying to navigate this business and fix up their finances so they can start achieving their goals exactly. and raise, raising that credit score for whatever reason they might need it for buying a home, let's say. Yes. Okay. We're, so in other words, on the credit score business, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> It does. Okay. it does. So that's why it, you need to stop in at First Alliance so you can determine how it depends for you. Exactly. That's consolidation loan. All right. Yes. We'll continue learning more about debt consolidation loans on Good Money Moves when we return on News Talk 1340 KROC AM 
and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves today on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM is all about debt consolidation loans. Shia Bowling from First Alliance Credit Union, along with Jenna Tobble today. And uh, I guess, Shyla, anything else we should know about concerning debt consolidation loans? Well, I definitely think that there's a lot of misconceptions out there about debt consolidation that I think we should quote unquote, clear up with everybody. Um, a lot of people think that people with poor credit are really struggling to make their payments. That not necessarily is the case all the time. Um, you could have an amazing credit score and still struggle to make your payments. Um, you could have a poor credit score and have perfect payment history. Uh, it really depends on how you yourself manage your structured debt consolidation loan, um, how you've set it up with your lender, um, you know, it, it really depends on how you do it. We set it up for you so that it's manageable for you specifically. It's, it's like we said, a case-by-case thing. Um, another misconception that I think people kind of scare away from doing them is that you need a second person on it. Um, a lot of times here at First Alliance, I know that we don't always go for just adding two people. We, we look at your credit score we, for your interest rate, and then we look at your story. Um, we're not going to base you off your number of your credit score. Um, the cosigner is only really needed whenever, unfortunately, your credit score, your income kind of don't go two and two together, and we have to have something else on there to be able to kind of get you out of that, that hole that you may unfortunately be in. Um, you must also have a good amount of debt to be able to do a debt consolidation loan. Um, again, it's going to be situational, but there are no limits as to how much debt you can consolidate. Um, how the loan is structured may be different depending on what you're needing to do, um, but we work with you to make sure that what we're doing makes sense financially for you um, and to also make sense to move forward. Uh, you know, like we said, to be able to reach those goals, maybe you want to buy a house, maybe you want a new car, or new to you car. Um, maybe you just want to clear things up. So then that way down the road, when you're ready, you don't have to worry about, you know, this continuous revolving debt that you have kind of haunting you in the background, if you will. Um, and also, whenever we do loans here, um, the fourth thing is usually well, all the time, it's going to it's gonna ding your credit when we pull your credit. Unfortunately, when people pull credit, it's going to, you know, dock you a couple points. Um, but we always ask permission. We always make sure that you're aware of what we're doing. Um, we always make sure that we are doing what is best for you. Um, a lot of times people will get those flyers in the mail or those, like, other loan people that want to try and help you. Um, what I would recommend is, reaching out to First Alliance Credit Union before you <laughs> go in there and are giving your information to other lenders and possibly, you know, getting yourself into another hole. Um, we work with you, again, case-by-case case basis. Your credit score is not who you are, is what I what we like to say here. Um, you know, we look at your credit score for interest rate, but we want to know who you are, 
we want to know why you got into the situation and what we can do to help you. Sure. And you, you mentioned getting your credit pulled. If a lender out there doesn't require that, is that perhaps a red flag that they're, they're not looking at that? I would say it's a red flag. Yeah. Um, because it's going to be your signal for the predatory lending practices. Um, and when you do this, you want your credit to be pulled because you want the person you're working with to be able to look at all of your debt. If we're doing a consolidation, we're going to do it all. We don't want those, you know, we don't want those ones that most lenders or most lending companies see because they look at your thing on Credit Karma or they use the Credit Sense app that we have. We always want to say we pull that actual report to make sure that we're getting everything. We want to make sure we see everything and work with you to see what the best option is. And I imagine when you do that too, you can review it and show the the person that, hey, do you realize this is on here? This is something you might be able to take care of relatively easily. Yeah, and who's exactly. that credit score? I've yeah. seen it before where some people are like, well, I didn't even know that was on there. Like, you know, right. $70 doctor visit or something like that. And it's one of those, you know, you could take care of that yourself right away. Or if it happens to be, we just wrap it into the loan, then that'd be great. But we wouldn't know that unless we looked at the Pulse credit score. Yeah. And that's what I like to do is look at it with people so they can see exactly what's going on. That actually happened to somebody close to me just recently. They had no idea that was on their credit report. And it was a relatively small amount. It was like $100. Mm-hmm. And all along, it had been holding back their credit score. So, of yeah. course, now it's being taken care of. Yeah. yeah, it happens frequently. It really does. That you know, And that's why, you know, we always in- talk when we talk about credit scores on this show, we always say, you know, you can't you get a free look at your credit report from every single credit bureau at least once a year and just review that and make sure everything is accurate because sometimes things do end up on your credit report that don't belong to you or that you did pay off and it's not reflecting accurately. It's always good to keep track of that because it does affect so many aspects of your life outside of just being able to obtain credit, um, which we've talked about before on this show too. And what I like what you said, Shiloh too, is you want to hear their story because so many times people who are facing these financial challenges did not get into them because they did anything wrong. It was mm-hmm. life happened to them. <laughs> yeah. You know, it could yep. have been a medical emergency, a car crash, or who knows what it is. And yep. they may have been pandemic, very responsible you know? <laughs> with their money, but now find themselves in a situation where they do need to do something to get it under control. Yeah. Unfortunately, COVID, you know, a pandemic and people being out of work, um, towards the beginning of this year, I saw a lot of people coming in to be able to take care of this debt because unfortunately they just didn't have the income at the time to take care of it. And they still want to be able to attain those goals of buying a house, buying a car, you know, being able to get that loan down the road on things that they won't be able to get because of their income. But again, like, like you reiterated there, we look at the story. We look at you as the person. We're not going to base your loan on your credit score. That's great. And uh, as you pointed out earlier, this is a a great tool for somebody to use to get things manageable. (laughs) So you can go ahead with the things you need and want to do. So uh, as always, great information. Thanks, Shyla. And uh, of course, I'm sure there's 
tons more information out there that we could access. Jenna, I imagine you have a, a few ideas on how we could do that. I absolutely do. As always, I encourage our listeners to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week on there. And then, of course, the past episodes of this show are also a great resource, and those are available at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. Um, and if you're in your pod, your favorite podcasting app, if you love our show, please leave us a review. Um, or, you know, if there's a financial topic that you have questions about or you want covered, um, send me an email at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. Let me know what it is you want us to talk about. Um, and then, of course, you know, if, if you are in a position where what we talked about today sounds really appealing to you, go visit Shyla at our 16th street branch, go visit any of our team members at any of our locations. You know, they are there to help you kind of work through these various scenarios and figure out what the best good money move is for you. So don't, don't hesitate to contact our team. Fantastic. Thanks Shiloh Bowling and Jenna. Thanks again. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. All right. It's been good money moves right here on news talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM.